I am so excited once again. We are inside the man cave <laughs> with my good friend, Dr. Richard Natali. What's up, Doc? Man, Flat Tie, what's up, brother? How it's you good to doing? See you. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Man, great response from the last time you was here. So cool. I'm so excited to have you back in the studio once again, not only to break down what ED is, <laughs> but to just talk some real talk. I like to call this real conversations with real men and a real doctor. So we need you to keep it real today. All right. These are some questions that men are afraid to ask, but you're here to break it down. It's nothing to be afraid of. You know, a lot of men don't like to go to the, the doctor, and that's why we decided to put together this show. So thank you once again for being here. Yes, sir. On our last show, we talked a little bit about prostate cancer and some of the side effects of prostate cancer treatment. Well, ED is a common side effect of prostate cancer. And uh, first of all, explain exactly what ED is. A lot of people think it's just the floppy noodle thing, right? <laughs> right. And, and while that's true, uh-huh. if you look, it's getting what you need as long as you need, as hard as you need, and mm. finishing what you got to take care of. Right? I love how you broke that down. <laughs> yeah. Getting what you need. Yeah. As hard as you need it. <laughs> For as long as you need it. For as long as you need it. And then uh, finishing. So if you can't do that, mm-hmm. there's a problem. Now, it doesn't mean it's a bad problem, but there's still a problem there if you can't function the way you need to function. Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, many men struggle with this. How common is ED? You'd be surprised. So years ago, they did a study, and they looked at kind of the percentages with age. You know, young guys, not super common. By the time you hit 50, though, about 50% of men report it. Mm -hmm. If you look, there's probably about 40 million men across the country who are struggling with some sort of ED, if not more. Wow, 40 million. Those numbers are drastic. Yeah. Is erectile dysfunction a normal part of aging? Well, there's going to be some changes as we get older, but true dysfunction, like, you know, not waking up in the morning with what we all wake up with, that might be something that's a little mm-hmm. bit more normal. But honestly, being able to get that function like we talked about, not really. Like, uh, because uh, my pops, Papa Jones is what I call him. He's about 80. Is he still getting it in? I be, I be wanting to ask him. Man, if he's, if, <laughs> if he's lucky, living life right, yes. <laughs> I know that's right. Talking about ED, can erectile dysfunction be prevented? It, it can be. I mean, I think that if you look at the reasons for it, it's a lot of the stuff that we're supposed to do that we know we should do, the healthy eating, the healthy lifestyle, diet, exercise, you know, avoiding drinking too much, avoiding cigarettes and smoking, things like that. That that can help prevent that problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about some of the common risk factors of ED. Yeah. What does those include? So definitely things like medications that are treating those conditions, mm-hmm. high blood pressure, for example, uh, people who need maybe cholesterol problems who are on cholesterol medications and can cause it. We can see it with diabetes, particularly mm-hmm. diabetes. That's a huge risk factor for it. So you get guys who, you know, either they just develop and they have decent control or maybe they're not as good as controls they should be. They'll get they'll get it earlier and worse than other folks. Wow. What do you mean by worse? Oh, man. There's guys who, who folks who have diabetes will be prone to needing meds earlier and yeah. failing those meds, meds and needing surgery sooner <clears throat> than other folks. Wow. So it can possibly hit you a little earlier in life. Yeah, absolutely. 
Is there a specific demographic that uh, is at most at risk for erectile dysfunction? I mean, we, you know, again, we worry about the folks that, that we talked about, the diabetics, the high, high blood pressure, folks that have had surgeries and, and things like that. I think those are the ones that you hit the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, yes, as we said, no, ED is not part of the natural progress, per se, of aging. But then the older guys in the 50s, 60s, 70s, that's when it's really going to start hitting if there's a problem that's going to come up. There's a lot of African-American men listening this morning. What demo um, does it really hit hard? Yeah. And that's a, that's an issue, too. So, you know, you know, going into the folks that deal with some of those diseases, like we talked about in our last show about prostate mm-hmm. cancer and African-American men getting hit by that more than than their other counterparts in society. So that those are folks who are going to suffer more the side effects of treatment, so on and so forth. That, that's definitely a, an issue that we that we see more commonly in that community. There's a lot of men that's uh, walking around and they're in denial. <laughs> like, I don't have a problem. <laughs> and they will not come see um, a person like you, yourself, yeah. uh, until it's, uh, I don't want to say too late, but until it's pretty much too late, until yeah. they, their relationship suffer and so on and so forth. So, Ty, you got to figure something out, too, which is erectile dysfunction sometimes can show up as the first signs of potential heart disease as well. So in these guys, if they're if all they're kind of noticing is they're not getting it, you know, like like they need, like we talked about, and that's all that's going on, that actually could be the first sign of some of possible cardiac disease as well. There's studies that really show that there's a link between what they call primary erectile dysfunction. So coming in with that complaint and having heart disease. So yeah, yeah, I don't want to go get checked out by the doctor, but Mr. Happy may be the first thing that's telling you there's a problem. Wow. And you know what? There's probably women, I know there's women listening this morning saying, uh, how can I get my man to come see you? Because uh, he's just not functioning like he used to. Yeah. And it's the toughest thing. We'll we'll see women come with their husbands in, in visits or with their boyfriends in a visit with me. And they're, they're trying to encourage the dialogue and that's mm. all you can do. You know, you just gotta be, you gotta be there, be present, be persistent. You know, even if it's withholding stuff until you go, you go to see your doctor, Yes, do, do whatever it takes to get them in there for at least a checkup. I love it. Have they ever pulled you to the side and say, Dr. Rich? Can you please talk to him for me? <laughs> yeah, I always like they'll be sitting in the in the background shaking their head when the guy when I ask the question, "How are yeah. things going?" Man, I'm doing all right, and they're shaking their head in the it's background like, like, "No, uh-uh. we're not." Yeah, <laughs> I love it. We are talking with Doctor Richard. I call him Richie Rich. Dr. Richie Rich, <laughs> Dr. Richard Natali, um, with Inside the Man Cave. And if you're listening right now, you can check him out at Carolina Urology Partners. Or just go to his website for more information that he's discussing even right now, Charlotte Men's Health. That's charlottemenshealth.com. You always can give us a call here at 704-227-8677 for more information. Diving back into ED, erectile dysfunction. Who can treat ED? All right. So... This is going to be where I ruffle some feathers, but it's just true. I think the best people to treat ED are guys like me. Come on. <clears throat> so we got, there's all different people who say they can. The problem is, as a urologist, I'm the only one who can take you through every single step. Yeah. So you can go to these clinics on the side where they say we do this or that and we treat your erectile dysfunction, but I can take them from 
medications all the way through to surgery if they need it mm-hmm. and all everything in between right so i think the best people to treat erectile dysfunction are urologists i think the best urologists to treat erectile dysfunction are the ones who have the most interest in sexual health and sexual medicine restoration erectile restoration therapies and all the rest mm. i love that you said you could take them from medications all the way through surgery so let's break down some of the treatment options for those that suffer with ED. And I want you to, to explore them in depth. So okay. can we break down, let, let's talk about the oral medications, yeah. because in my community, they'd be like, ah, you got one of them little blue pills. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's going to want to do the blue pills. We see the commercial. It's the best way to do it. If you're having some mild problems and you haven't tried anything yet, you talk to your doctor about things like the you know, I call it vitamin V or vitamin C. Vitamin V. Right? So Viagra. You, oh, yeah. C. Alice. You got it, man. Mm-hmm. It, and you start off with that first to see how you respond, if there's no side effects. They're usually pretty successful. That's definitely the first step in it all. Now, the question becomes, all right, doc, well, I've tried those meds, but they don't work or they don't work as good as I need it or I'm having too much side effects. What's left? Now, pause right there one second. For those that may want to start off with the medication, is it expensive? And uh, is it covered by insurance? Covered by insurance part, yeah, it can be hit or miss in terms of how much is covered. Yes, it can be expensive. There are cheaper alternative generic versions of things and what we call compounding pharmacies that can kind of make up similar drugs. So there are other alternatives to save money. If your insurance is going to be stingy about it. Mm, side effects of oral medications. So side effects, you're talking stuffy nose, kind of flushed feeling, maybe, you know, uh, mild headaches, a little bit of a reflux, kind of nausea can happen mm-hmm. to some folks. Let's talk about medication that you would recommend. Easiest thing to do is something like Viagra. Levitra is a real good drug as well. Kind of for the stronger, we need we need to get the real boost, real kickstart. Cialis, what's interesting about that is you can take it every day. So instead of it being an on-demand pill, it's something that's around all the time. And that's attractive to some guys because they don't want to have to remember to take it before they go have, uh, have fun. Good stuff, Doc. This is good stuff. Okay, question. Medications. Does it work for everybody, number one? Number two, how long after I take that little pill will it kick in? Because I just want to know, should I take it while I'm at work, knowing that I'm going to get it in tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Or should I wait till I get home, and then I'm like, wait a minute, it's not kicked in yet, baby. Yeah. So you're you're looking at about a 60 to 80% response rate. So it's it's going to work for a good majority of people, right? Yeah. You got to usually use it between 15 to 45 minutes beforehand. Mm. And depending on the drug, you got to be careful. Sometimes you can't have a heavy meal. You can't go drinking with it. Yeah. And that that's a hard part because you take your girl out for a romantic evening, you have a nice dinner, you take the pill on the way home, you're getting yeah. ready and it may not work as well. So you got to think, you got to keep those things in mind too. <laughs> Thinking you're going to get it in. And then Man. like... I shouldn't have had that uh, glass of wine. Oh, it, if it's a, a choice between a steak dinner and that, <laughs> I'll I'll do the other thing. I can eat steak later. <laughs> so 15, 20 minutes it may kick in. Yeah, and I'm starting to feel it. How long will it last? So you're looking at three to four hours. About. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That, <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty good. That's pretty. It, so I mean, you're gonna stay. Um, You'll be there. You're going to be there for three to four hours? Yeah, man. I didn't know. One time I tried it, and I really didn't need it. One time I tried it, but it got stuck in my throat, and I had a stiff neck. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a joke. No, man. <laughs> 
what I was what I was gonna tell you is I'm like three hours. I'm like that's about two hours and fifty seven more minutes than I need. <laughs> Inside the man cave and Doctor Richard Natal. I know that's right because ten minutes and I'm tapping out. I'm I'm yeah. good. Oh yeah, that's I'm what good. that's my wife on line one calling yeah. in <laughs> about to complain. Speaking of wives, I got my wife in here right now. I wanna I wanna drag her in on this conversation. Say hello, Jacinda. You're letting me into the man cave? What? You are inside the man cave, and um, maybe one day this may be our reality. You do know that, right? I'm not scared. I mean, I know you're kind of up there in age, so <laughs> oh. I understand that you may probably experience this well before I thought we would be having this conversation. So I've already mentally prepared for this, Doc. Oh. Oh. Is that a little bit of a jab? Yeah, like, hey, have fun. yeah, she jab right. Okay, so but the reality is, I'm 12 years older than yeah. her. Yeah, hey. I mean, you could tell I'm super young. Yeah, and by the way, <laughs> by the way, my office wants to tell you your appointment's at two o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we are really go- going to preventative maintenance. That's is right. What I'm all about. That's right. Um, if I did struggle with this, what would you ask the doc? What would I ask yeah, the doc? Yeah. I mean, my thing is, you know. Um, give us all the knowledge that we need. What can we do? What can I do? Because typically I'm his calendar. I'm the one, you know, making sure that he's doing, making sure he's going to the dentist, making sure he's going to the doctor. So my first thing, what's the first thing that I need to do to keep him on track? So, you know, the the big thing is don't ever blame yourself. Because I think a lot of, if you were to ask me the thing I see the most commonly, I'll see a lot of spouses come in thinking there's a problem with them. Because we spend our whole lives mm, looking out for for that right we're always kind of targeting having fun and when there's a problem we tend to kind of pull back and withdraw and a spouse will immediately blame themselves so the first and foremost is don't blame yourself have a positive attitude and then encouragement encouragement just you know all the good stuff wow i didn't even consider that so you're saying i'm over here thinking about planning his doctor's appointment but Really, I have to encourage my husband and kind of pour into him in this time that he may be feeling, you know, a little low. Because a lot of women, as they get up in age, they age with men, right? Yeah. They may say, well, am I not attractive anymore? Or, um, you know, maybe I've gained a few pounds. Is he uh, uh, not turned on by me anymore? Do you deal with that with some women that come into the office? All the time. All the time. That I mean, I, I have, if a guy comes to the office without a spouse, the first thing he'll say is, it really bothers me because my wife feels this. And it's just not true. It's not true. So you see it all the time. So, baby, we may have to make an appointment. <laughs> you still have some time. You you still have a little bit of time. But what I will say is, um, the the thing about you saying what what if this happens to me i'll just be honest and i think um when it, when you're talking about a woman or a girlfriend who really truly loves her man i think we would plan you know w- plan all this stuff together and walk it all out together and and so i i wouldn't look at it as you're going through this but i would look Ooh. at it as this is us together us. and this is us as a family yeah. and we got this it's the whole concept of living your best life and all the things we've talked about before i, I just totally believe that and in you know we have the tendency to not seek out the care to begin with as men. And then when we think there's a problem, instead of going out to get that care, we withdraw and retract more. So you got to, if you understand that it's an us thing and not just a me thing. Correct. It really helps. Correct. Wow. Thank you so much, baby, for encouraging me. And uh, <laughs> you make me feel more comfortable talking to the doc. So let's dive into some more 
options. What about injections? I heard uh, you can take some injections as well. Yeah, the, the injections are kind of the, I don't want to say the next step, but those are the ones, medications, the oral pills don't work very well. We usually get some good responses using injections. They're all different types. There's kind of one drug, two drugs, three drugs, even, you know, kind of combinations that we can use to get to get things going. Can you talk about Trimix? Yeah. I heard about Trimix. Yeah, Trimix is the most common thing we see. So it's two drugs basically to get it up and one drug that prevents it from going away. So mm. that's a real common prescription you'll get. And usually you get these at, at what we call the compounding pharmacies we talked about. So it's one to spark the fire, <laughs> and yeah. it's the other one to keep the fire so going. Exactly right. Because, you know, it, it, I don't know if you uh, cook out. Sometimes I'll cook out. You know, I'll get on that grill, and you got to put a little lighter fluid on there to light the fire. And then sometimes it, while the fire is going, you got to <laughs> blow on it, ladies. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> My wife looking at me like I'm crazy right now. I'm not crazy. I'm trying to help the ladies out. <laughs> A little, you know, <laughs> you got to keep the fire going. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I encourage you to go in and see the doctor as a couple because oh, yeah. it's just not a male issue. It's a especially if you're in a relationship. It's um, it's a it's something that could affect it, maybe hurt it or it could help it. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I the, the best visits I have are the ones where I can sit down and, and really a Counsel both people, right? The mm -hmm. patient and their spouse. Uh, diving back in, go check them out at Carolina Urology Partners or log on to charlottemenshealth.com. That's charlottemens with an S, health.com. Or you can give us a call, leave your questions at 704-227-8677. How expensive are those uh, injection medications? And do you need a prescription? So you definitely need a prescription. You need uh -huh. to come in to see one of us. Um, the meds vary. It's going to be maybe a hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars a month if we're going for you know six or or eight doses kind of thing. Still pretty reasonable. It's going to be at least on par with some of the other medications you're getting by mouth. So yeah. get some of the injections. Usually relatively affordable. Okay, great. Now let's talk about pump, 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 pump it up. Pump, 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 pump it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those Reebok pumps. Remember yes! those? Where you're, yeah, man. You can uh, also use the, what do they call it? Vacuum pump. You can use a vacuum pump. So the vacuum pump, I in my practice, I use it more for kind of rehabilitating men after they've had mm. cancer surgery and things like that. It does play a role for some folks. It's it's like that that Austin Powers thing, right? That that big pump. It, uh -huh. it may not necessarily be the sexiest and most spontaneous thing that we're dealing with, uh, but for some people, that that's an option too. Wow, that's good. Uh, so where do do they get one from? Do they just come in your office and be like, "Doc, I need one of them pumps." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, same thing. You need a prescription. For, well, you can use a prescription for it. You can buy them online without a prescription. You can go to adult shops and find it. Some pharmacies carry it. Um, you want to get yourself a good quality one if you're going to yeah. do it. So not you don't need to go for the you know the fifteen dollar model. You don't need to go for a thousand dollar. It's usually going to run you in the you know hundred two hundred dollar range for a good one. Not too bad, not too bad. But uh, you would recommend a prescription for one. Right? Yeah, I would because you can believe it or not in some insurance plans you can take it off your uh, HSA account. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Medical equipment, man. Wow. Okay, I'll take that one. Let's talk about um, implant surgery. Yeah. Uh, another option that a lot of men uh, go to. Uh, how does that work? Okay. 
So the difference between implant surgery and everything else, the implant is the is the fix. It's the cure. It's mm-hmm. what it's gonna solve the problem de- definitively, definitely kind of thing. So that's the kind of biggest advantage I see. It also, believe it or not, it's the one thing that's the most spontaneous because it's there. It's gonna work when you need it, how long you need it, as hard as you need it. Kind wow, of thing, that's right. That's good. So that's the benefit of it. Yeah, it does require surgery to put an implant in. Uh, you do have to have a recovery period. All that kind of stuff takes some time off work. All the rest that comes with it, but um, it's definitely a great option for patients. Great, great option. Um, how long does the surgery usually take? Uh, in with an experienced doc, you're looking at about an hour or less. And what's the recovery time on it? So overnight stay in the hospital for most folks, um, and then you're looking at about a two week period for me, where my guys got to take it easy. You know, if you can go back to work, so long as you're not you know lifting up something real heavy and all the rest, in about six weeks before we get to. To use it. The most important question dealing with the implant surgery, can I still <laughs> can I still have an orgasm? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the interesting thing is not only can you have that, but then when you're done, it doesn't have to be over. It'll stay up as long as you need it to. So a lot of women are probably out there saying right now that I want you to get the <laughs> implant and you don't even suffer with ED. Because <laughs> you finished it, I'm not. Yeah, Superman. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so much great information. There may be some older gentlemen out there thinking about, hey, I would like that implant surgery. How old is too old? Oh, man. You know what? I always give this story. My wife asked me one time, why do you do these surgeries? And I looked at her, I said, why do we eat ice cream? And I go, and is there an age <laughs> where it. eating ice cream, we can't have ice cream? That's it. As long as you're healthy enough to have a minor operation, you can have it. And I've had guys as old as 80, 85 years old. Really? Yeah. I, I, who, they're just active, they're healthy, and they want to have some fun still. Wow. That's like um, the older guy that was in the wheelchair, he married, uh, she was a exotic dancer. The oil tycoon guy with the yes, uh, Anna uh, Nicole Smith. Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those old players. Uh, so eighty still can perform up in age. It's really no age limit as long as you're healthy, right? As long as you're healthy, I'll take that all day. Going through the airport. <laughs> Will it go off through airport security? Because you know it's kind of tucked away in there. Checking out if there's any kind of metallic components. No, nah, nah, that's not going to go through the metal detector part of stuff. Those x-ray scans they have may be able to see it if they dive deeper than the surface layer of your clothes. Uh-huh. But I've heard that the TSA has actually not gone that deep anymore at those x-rays, so you shouldn't have to see it. Hey, what is that? Man, then you oh, just, you just you, happy to see me coming through the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I'm smuggling a weapon, just a different type. <laughs> Doc, you a comedian, too. <laughs> Make sure you log on to charlottemenshealth.com for more information or give them a call. Leave us a message right here at 704-227-8677. Carolina Urology Partners, I'm so appreciative for the doc coming in today. Um, are there any vitamins or natural options for treating ED? So, I answer this two ways. Probably the, the guidelines would suggest that the stuff that we kind of reference as urologists would say, no, not really. But I think things like L-arginine, for example, which is a natural supplement, can't hurt. It doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't have significant side effects for you. It could boost it up if you're thinking you need that 
little bit of help. Can we talk a little bit about these uh, experimental treatments? Are they even worth exploring? I heard about two, the P-Shot and what is it, Gainswave? Gainswave, yeah. So let's talk about the P-Shot first. The P-Shot's interesting. I think the concept of having some kind of stem cell to recover function would be interesting. Problem is is the science isn't really well vetted out yet, so we don't know. And the places that are offering it is uh, cash pay. So you're going to kind of... Buyers beware, right? If it doesn't work, you're paying for something that you really didn't need. I think the science is too immature yet. Maybe in the next several years, as as centers are doing studies on it, we may see some good results. The gains wave, I'm going to answer that in two ways, yes and no. So yes, if you get the right treatment, mm-hmm. and it may help some guys who maybe need oral meds and can come off of it. So if you're real mild, it may improve things. Uh, more significant problems, though, it's not going to help you. So I just say I'm coming into your office, right? Yeah. And I suffer from ED. I always go with the doctor's recommendation. What do you see most? What would you recommend? Say, doc, this is what I'm dealing with. I don't like it. I want to fix it. You gave a lot of options today from medications yeah. to uh, vacuum pump, from implant surgery to injections. What would you suggest? What do you most common uh, like to recommend to your patients? Yeah. So a couple things. So we start off with uh, making sure you're healthy and look at your meds and all the other stuff, right? The, the simple things we can go through, one. Two is I also check a testosterone because sometimes men have low testosterone that kind of accompanies this. Yeah. So check all those things. And three is I'm going to give you a medication. We're going to do with the mm-hmm. oral pills first and usually like to give those a good shot. So meaning not just one time and see what happens, but give it a couple of times, maybe a couple of different drugs to see where your, where your body reacts to it. We are answering the hard questions today. Did you catch that? <laughs> <laughs> You've been soft on me so far. <laughs> I know it's kind of early. I'm just trying to keep you up. Yeah, man. <laughs> Come on, give me one more. Yeah, man. Gotta, things, are, things are looking down today. So we're <laughs> and a little bit to the left. Well, I'm gonna throw you a curve. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a problem, man. <laughs> when we deal with ED, we like to dive deep. <laughs> Some of us do. <laughs> Oh my gosh, having too much fun today. Hanging out with my doc, Dr. Dr. Richard Natale. Man, I love it when you come in. We have so much fun. I'm going to give you the last words to kind of break down what we talked about today. We talked a little bit about ED. Tell me a story to a man whose ED you've treated successfully, okay? Hopefully he's listening to this. I have a gentleman who I I fixed his, his ED with an implant. He asked me to take care of his brother who was down in Florida, flew him up. Mm-hmm. I did a surgery on him. Boom. He asked me to take care of his other brother. Wow. He asked me to take care of two of his cousins. Mm-hmm. And he asked me to take care of three or four of his friends. And his dog. And his dog. Man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. My we, dog. We're, running, we're running a two-for-one special, man. So It's the power of understanding that there's solutions to the problem, that you don't need to give up on life, that we can fix it. You can fix it. We can fix it. What do they need to do, first of all, when they come into your office? How, how would you encourage them, first of all, to come in and, and talk to you? Yeah. So you can, you know, first of all, you can just give a call up to our offices where you're at. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have a referral, number one. Number two is, you know, be open. You, you don't have to give them details when you're making that appointment. We just call up and say, hey, I'm having some troubles downstairs. I need to see one of the docs. 
Come on in. We'll talk about it. And then the third thing and most important is just be honest. Let's just sit down and have mm. a conversation because the way I am here with you, really, truly, I'm in that same way in the office. Wow. So we'll hang out and talk. And you have been amazing with me today. We're going to wrap it up. Um, but I do want to say for a man visiting you for the first time who may feel in a little bit anxious, what can they expect from your appointment? Oh, uh, we're going to spend time going through this stuff. We're going to have a, a really truly, I think we have a good time. I like to get to know my patients as people. Mm. And I like to break it down as simple as I can and just talk about stuff. So I'm a doctor. We're going to be running in and out like that kind of stuff. We'll sit down, spend some time going through all the all the options and just getting to know each other, too. Well, you don't seem like a doctor. You seem like a friend. Cool, man. That, I'd like to be that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I mean, you're a doctor. I mean, you went to school a long yeah, time yeah. to be a doctor. Now. <laughs> yeah. That was online correspondence. <laughs> but whatever. I mean, close enough. <laughs> we appreciate you coming yeah, in today from the Carolina Urology Partners, Dr. Richard Natali. Thank you so much for spending time inside the man cave with your man Fly Tie. Did you enjoy yourself I today? I enjoy myself and I appreciate you having me. Man, these conversations get better and better every time. We're giving out great information, having a little fun at the same time. Thanks so Got much. It. Yes, sir. Can't wait till you come back. We're going to dive a little bit deeper.